hey, if you love Roll For It, watch the cast live every week on Twitch as we continue the story. That's twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Roll For It. It's a D&D podcast of random monsters and epic adventures. Each episode, we will roll a D100 to determine which monster we will encounter. This season, every monster is woven into a tale set at sea. Yarr! We also level up every episode, so our characters will get to test out cool new magic and abilities as we face tougher challenges. Whether you're brand new to the game or a D&D veteran, thank you for tuning in to Roll, Roll For It. it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to Roll, Roll for, for It. it. <laughs> episode eight, that means we got what, two left? Mm. Eight minus 10, negative two, plus 10, minus eight. Yeah. That checks out. Yeah. <laughs> Let's meet the cast. Here okay. we go first to Kelsey. I'm Kelsey. I play Mo. She's a cat. She is cool. We like Mo. I love Mo. Mo's the best. Uh, that's all I got. I'm like over intros. I'm ready to play. <laughs> okay. Let's not follow her lead. Who's next? <laughs> I am Lexi. I play Euphoria and she is a tiefling artificer. And oh, update. We got new dice and mine are purple and they match me and I'm very happy. <laughs> Hi, I'm the Royal. I play Kanar. He's a moon elf ranger beast master uh i said it backwards let's go let's go we rolled three numbers for monsters that we will encounter this episode 40 81 and 98 quick additional promo for patreon during our behind the dm screen episode we decided on three monsters to replace those on the list. We've got three spookier, scarier, stronger monsters mm. that we might encounter next. Great. Their patrons are constantly trying to kill us. So we're now all level eight because it's episode eight. What did you guys get for leveling up? Some ability score stuff. Ability score stuff. Plus one in that constitution. constitution. Oh, yeah, she's more constituted. I'm so constituted. Am I stealth, you guys? Get out of this world, I bet. She still has a negative two in strength. Hmm. It's okay. When we're together, I'll just lift you up. Yeah. We're trying to But we're not together because uh. this episode, we're going to be split up a bit. Previously on Roll For It, the group rushed to Kanar's home, Saida, to aid them against the terrible Robert Coward, a Monrithian soldier after the known fugitive Euphoria. Robert was using a moon staff to grant a sinister intelligence to thousands of moon rats. The characters took it from him and returned the swarm to ordinary rats, but not before the warriors of Saida suffered great casualties. An injured Robert escaped and used his skill at magic to evade Kanar's attempts to track him through the jungle. Meanwhile, Yue slipped out of sight and sailed away with the adventurer's mark. Uh, sailed away with the magic lamp, nugget, and burnt bill. I took people with me. Hostages. <laughs> I mean, for real, though, you know that Mo's only friend in the entire world is burnt bill. And me, but we'll ignore that you forgot that. <laughs> I don't think that, th- I don't know. I don't think we would ever admit out loud that you guys were friends. Oh, uh, probably when she's drunk. <laughs> 
Where are you heading? Burnt Bill, we're going way to the east and way to the south to the ice area <laughs> where the X marks the spot. We've not enough supplies for the whole voyage. Even fishing as we go, it'll be tight. We can cut our meals a little bit and we'll be fine. We'll, Captain, we'll have to stop once or twice on the way. Right. Um, Nugget chimes in and he's like, you know, it's not too late if we want to turn back, you eh? We could pick up the others and some additional supplies from no, Cider. you kind, sweet, beautiful nugget of a nug you are. No turn around. But Bill, if you're really that hungry, which I've never seen you eat before, but I guess you need food. Just um, a gold a week. Sorry, one more time. Just a gold a week. I don't speak for Bill as well as Mo. Um, <laughs> we can stop at the nearest island. I've actually been here before. This is where Mo, Kanar, and I found this lamp. Never been to that port. Is it well established? You know, it's established. I wouldn't call it well. <laughs> I don't know what an, a well-established port looks like, so it's probably fine. Aye, Captain. Yeah. Your shell phone vibrates from your pocket. Oh, I wish they would stop shell phoning me. This is a magic item that you received from Thistina back on Saida. The message that appears on the blue glass is, where are you? And it's from Kanar. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> Cut two. Miles away on the shore of Saida, Mo and Kanar stare in bewilderment at the empty docks. The adventurer's mark is gone. Yue is gone. Even Robert Coward's ship, the Tidebringer, is gone, despite the damage that it endured yesterday and wards that Thistina placed to prevent Robert from returning to it, it sailed itself away before morning. I'm checking to see if UA is responding to my, my many, many messages. I'm asking where she's at. I'm asking her to come back. I'm asking her if she forgot that we held hands, if, if, if that meant anything to her. Euphoria turns off her share my location, by the way. Just letting everyone know that. <laughs> her find my friends is not installed. That's so. a good call. Mo, she's not responding. I can't figure out how to turn this thing on. It shows me she looked at it and it's like, driving me crazy. Is that there she's a not power even, button? Well, let me, give, me your, give me your shell phone. Let me see. <laughs> Thank you. Look, she's lost her mind. She doesn't know how to use a boat. I really regret making the oars automatic. Like, that, that does not <laughs> help the situation. And how did his boat move? Like, did she take his boat too? Is she on his boat? Did Robert take her? Is she kidnapped? We should have destroyed the ship. I'm walking away. Why didn't we destroy the ship? It was so easy. All we have to do is break a hole in the bottom. And... Mo plops down in the sand and takes out her flask and just stares at where her ship used to be. And then she's just asleep. In the sand, because that's how Mo handles things in life. So, Kanar, you enter the library slash mage's workshop slash your grandmother's place, and you see Thistina pouring two cups of your favorite elvish tea as you walk in. And she says, you're troubled, Kanar. Yeah, I think, I think that's super obvious, <laughs> <laughs> given the last 24 hours. Okay, okay, okay. Everything that happened last night is terrible. And it could have been much more terrible if you and your friends weren't able to protect us. Look at you, Kanar. You can shoot two arrows at once now. You've grown so much in so little time. It wasn't enough. I should have just accepted my mark and just stayed here. The town wouldn't have been destroyed and those guards would still be alive. And this is my fault. 
This might not have happened the way that it did if you hadn't gone with Kanar. Something else would have happened. Something is always happening. But I want to make everyone here proud. I just want to be a carpenter. She touches your arm with the tattoo and says, You remember Theron, the adventurer of Saida? Yeah, he's practically my hero. He had a gardener's mark. I, th- I thought you said he had an adventurer's mark. You said... There is no adventurer's mark, Kanar. Wait... Why did... A couple questions. <laughs> Theron tried to live the life assigned to him. He grew vegetables, built a little house, even started a little family. It suited him well. He had a green thumb if he could have lived with not seeing the world. But he was miserable. So he made a choice, and he left to be an adventurer. Wait, he he left his family? We were fine without him. The kids had me still. Are you, are you saying I'm related to Theron? He's my grandfather? He'd sneak back into town sometimes to give your mother and her sisters hugs, but the Mark tradition, this always had its issues. The town wasn't ready to accept that he wasn't who they thought he should be. He was too ashamed to face them. One day, he never came back. He's a coward. This guy's literally the worst, not gonna lie. (laughs) The worst. Yes. But where he was afraid, you don't have to be. I made sure of it. Your whole life I saw in you that spirit, that drive to be something new. That's the thing that Saida needs to see. I get it. You, you want me to be this example? And I wish I could help, but I, I can't even leave if I wanted to. My, my boat is gone. So is UA. And right now, I have no way of going after her. And the way that she left, I don't even know if she wants me to. Mo, mm-hmm. you are just drinking on the beach. Despite everything going on, it's a pretty beautiful little morning. It almost feels like home until something casts a shadow over your face. Oh my god, give me one day to just sit here. And you open your eyes and you see a white horse with a flowing golden mane. What the fuck? And a long <laughs> golden white horn protruding from its head. This is this real or is this just like an absent thing? This is unmistakably. A unicorn. Oh my god. Just oh my. hovering over you. It's probably about two feet away from your face with its giant head. Durbin, is that you? You hear this voice in your head. What is happening? You are in great pain. I sense you've met powerful forces of evil in your travels. What's your name, Elf? Um, it's Mo. I'm, I think very clearly not an elf, but I'm not going to place judgment on your misjudgment. <laughs> I am Azilius Zerilisis. What, uh, do you have a nickname? Ozzy. All right, Ozzy, you're not real, so I'm going to stop talking to myself and close my eyes and we're asleep. Is there a way I can help you? I hate to see creatures suffer. I I mean, you can't even tell a cat apart from an elf, so I don't think that there is any way that you can help me. And I'm not suffering. Well, you're going insane. You're going insane. So you close your eyes, and then you just hear, I am real. I'm a unicorn. Uh, Fine. If you're real, then 
you could they're very magic right mm -hmm. like they're like genies like they like can do things they like, are quite magic go ahead and make an arcana or a religion to see what you know about religion is there a unicorn religion um if yes. there is i'm part of it yeah i'm officially <laughs> joining the church of unicorn there is a unicorn they're religion about to convert. what is it i'm not going to tell you too much so you roll that die and then we'll see 18. Ooh. Unicorns are divine creatures created by the gods, and they serve nature. They're protectors over forests and jungles. And yeah, they're very magic, very strong, very rare. Okay. So if you're a real unicorn, you should be able to take me home right now where I don't have to think about any of these people or their problems or their ships that they stole or my best friend Bill who just decided that he didn't need me anymore to take me home. Maybe I am in a little bit of pain. So, so the unicorn <laughs> stares deep into your soul and it narrows its eyes. I don't see a home. Can you be more specific? Yeah, I lived on an island called Cravey for two years, and it had a bar named Sea Legs that I slept behind. The in unicorn a blinks, and you see a bright blue and pink shimmering force field appear around you. You leap to your feet as you feel the rest of the world vanishing away, and you are teleported to Cravey. Kanar, as you're finishing up your tea, there's a knock on the door to Thestina's home. And the two of you look up to see a rather wide, green, humanoid creature step in through the door. It is a turtle, <laughs> which is a five-foot-tall, uh, five-six turtle person wearing a large, sprawled-out backpack and a big smile on his face. This better be who I think it is. This better be who I want it to be. Do I smell yes! my tea? <laughs> yes! You can't interrupt my line. Yes! <laughs> yes, I can! Welcome home! <laughs> Do I smell my tea? Crocky, how wonderful to see you again, my friend. Crocky is a character from season two, yeah, yeah. so that should be your next listen. Hello, sir. Meet my grandson, Kanar. Oh, is that the little tyke who was always causing trouble around here? I met you once when you were a baby. Now look at you. Nice shell you've got there, big guy. He sees the carapace on your back. I killed a mean lock and I took its shell. Mean locks, they sound mean. <laughs> <laughs> Very crafty of you, young man. My wife crafty as well. In fact, that reminds me. He pulls out a sweater that has been knit for Hestina, and she says, Where is Grelula? Grelula is your... My beloved mate. Ah. She introduces herself as Gram Gram. It's kind of like her thing, like, uh... Like Fonzie. <laughs> you should see her. She's glorious. Got that adventuring spirit just like I'm told you've got. Huh, yeah. I'm discovering that a lot of people have more of the adventuring spirit than a mark, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> well, that's nothing to, to look down at, that adventuring spirit. That'll carry you far and wide. My wife and I, we've traveled the world. Why isn't she with you here? You know, we're in a bit of a tiff right now. I was getting a little bit creative, and I added an extra special ingredient to one of Gram Gram's favorite teas, and she thought that that was just too much flavor, and I said, no, the sweetness complements the rest of the herbs. And she Wait, says... So you guys, are, you guys are fighting about tea pretty much. We're not fighting, just a disagreement. 
Even if I don't get to add in my special ingredient, which was raspberries, by the way. Drinking tea with her, it just tastes better. You know? From the sounds of it, I'm, I'm sure she has forgiven you, and I'm sure she's just waiting for you to come home. <sighs> I gotta go find someone. One sec. Estina slaps a map down in front of you. When you look at it, you see two little pings on the map. Robert Coward. I'm tracking him. How? The ward I placed on his ship was more than just protective. As long as he's on this plane of existence, I've got him on this piece of paper. And she points to the second ping, which is heading to the east. But his wasn't the only ship that I marked. Gotta keep an eye on you. You wouldn't be needing this piece of paper now, would you? Things I'm not comfortable <laughs> with, your grandma tracking me. I, I very much so would like to have this piece of paper. It's nice to meet you, kid. It's nice to meet you, too. Grandma Thesty, I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find Theron. Ooh. This is I like the world just riding his way back into the seasons to come. <laughs> Kanar, just find yourself. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of this house. <laughs> this is a cheesy show, but like that's too much for me. I can't. All right. He heads out. Was this your monster? Turtle. Oh gosh, no wait. way. Okay. Turtle unicorn. No way. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Mo, you are teleported to Cravey. But it's not the Cravey that you knew. What? The sky here is dark, clouded by thick smoke, and the tiny in town is rubble. <gasps> Flames still flicker in the wreckage. Everything and everyone is gone. I can't figure out if this is real or if this is like a Christmas carol. <laughs> is this real? Where's the inn? Ozzy sighs. He lowers his head, and you see his horn glowing with a dazzling blue, and a wave of energy shoots from it in all directions. It pushes away the smoke, extinguishes all the remaining flames, and you're just looking at an empty, flattened version of the harbor that you knew. What What happened? What happened? Why does it look like this? What happened? I've never been here before, he says, and he's going to roll an investigation check. No, I'm going to roll an investigation <laughs> check, Ozzy. This is my land. I think you should roll the investigation <laughs> check, Ozzy. <laughs> so he trots around. <clears throat> I don't detect much happening here. Ozzy, you don't detect anything happening here because the whole place burned down, so that is unhelpful. But there are no bodies. There's no death. The harbor here is usually pretty packed. This whole town is basically just a really famous inn and a tavern, sort of like a well-known truck stop for sailors. Okay, so everybody left? Like, I'm going to investigate the port. When you reach the shore, you see that the dock is empty. A dock covered in rat feces. Okay, um, rat feces. So that's from the biggest rat of all, Robert, pooping on the stack because he's the worst. But I don't understand because they said they were going to Sida. He didn't tell us that we were going to Cravey. I would have protected them if I had known. But there's no bodies, Ozzy. There's no bodies. And all the boats are gone. So they, they got out. They evacuated. Mo, little elf. I don't get, is it the ears? Like, are the ears confusing you? Would you like me to take you somewhere else? There's still a beach here. 
I'm sure that there's still some bottles over at the rubble that is the inn. I'm fine. This is where I'm going to stay. So leave, unicorn guy. I don't wish to see you in pain anymore. Mo sits down in the rat poop, puts her head in her paws, and is like, I just wanted to go home, and I couldn't even do that right. Can we find you a new home? I I don't know. What was it about this place that you liked? Um, I, I washed up here after failing miserably at sailing, and nobody cared. Nobody gave me shit for it. Nobody judged me. There was always someone to talk to because nobody really was doing anything besides working at the inn. It was near the ocean, which I don't like going in the ocean, but I like to be near it. And there's always alcohol. I liked grabbing a drink with somebody. I didn't have to be perfect here. I could just be Mo. Ozzy blinks, and the same teleportation force field appears around you. When the surroundings are loaded back in, you are in a dirty old cabin of a ship. Do I recognize it? You do, but not the way you'd expect. It's not the adventurer's mark. I know. (laughs) What do you mean it's not the adventurer's mark? You are aboard the fiery revenge. Ozzy, what? What? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I don't know what you're trying to pull here, but if you're trying to find my home, I can guarantee you it is not here. I worked really hard to not be here. It has everything you wanted. What are you talking about? If you look there, you'll see alcoholic beverages stacked on the bedside table. Just outside the door is a crew of people who appreciate each other for what they can do. Not for their past. Nobody on this ship is perfect. Ozzy, you have to take me back to the beach. 
I cannot be on this ship. They're going to want me to be a captain. Captain Mo, where are we going next? I'm going to have to find two new people to help me escape, and we're going to have to do a whole new adventure. But Durbin's not going to be there this time, so it'll never live up. So Ozzy blinks, and his eyes, when they open back up, are like this pale pink color. Does something crazy happen every time Ozzy blinks? Because <laughs> his eyes must get really dry. Yeah. <laughs> he casts a spell on you. Uh, is he attacking me? No. He is casting calm emotions. Just like cast Xanax on my Yeah. Your fears and your grief wash away. He could charge a lot of money for that. Like, yeah, I wonder I would if my him. health insurance takes <laughs> Ozzy. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're at a neutral point. And okay. he says, what's wrong, Mo? I know that you brought me here because I'm a sailor. I want to sail, but I'm afraid that I'm gonna fail. <laughs> you <laughs> rhyme. It's supposed to be this moment and it rhymes. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. I'm out, I'm out. I can't fail again. If you don't try, you will never succeed either. Maybe I would just stay exactly as I am. I wouldn't fail and I wouldn't succeed and I wouldn't need a home because when you have a home, you could lose your home. And is it even worth it? Yes. You hear the door swing open and Hardheart walks in. Hell yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> my bow. He's got his uh, gray beard. He's got, I believe he had an eye patch. Am I right? Yeah, oh He's yeah. He's taken aback. Captain Mo. What a. <laughs> <laughs> how did you. How did you get back on the ship? What? We've been searching for you. Mo, like, mystically waves her hands in front of her face and says, I never left the ship. It was all in your mind. <laughs> but, but seriously. <laughs> Is Ozzy still here? Is he just looking at me in a unicorn? <laughs> uh, actually, he's not. He's just looking at you. You don't Aww. see Ozzy. Ozzy left? I mean, unless he's under the bed. Um... Would you believe me more if I said that a unicorn brought me here? <laughs> because a unicorn brought me here. It's good to have you back, Captain. Yeah. Did you get the Jin's treasure? Um, I did not. I know where we can find the Jin's treasure, though. And I think we should try to get it. We just have to pick someone up first. And then I take out my shell phone and I text Kanar. The unicorn emoji five times. New text. Ready to go? Yue, it's been just over two days when you approach the familiar, overgrown, secluded island where the fiery revenge was anchored all that time ago. The adventurer's mark is much better in shallow waters than the fiery revenge was, so you think you can approach nearly to the beach without much trouble. Perfect. The jungle is thick, and it reaches all the way out to the shore. So as you come to a stop, vegetation creeps over top of you, even scraping somewhat into the side of the adventurer's mark. Uh, okay, let's put the anchor down, maybe. Quite a port. Which vendor sells the best grub? Clearly there's not a port, because I have a shit memory. So I'll go chop some wood and find a clam or two. We can eat mussels. Some good boys? <laughs> <laughs> like it says, it is quite beautiful here. 
Among these vines and branches and leaves, there's a collection of beautiful yellow orchids creeping over the rails. Shout out to Nugget, positive boy. It's like, but there's flowers here. <laughs> Nugget approaches the flowers, and Euphoria, can you make a wisdom saving throw? Oh, motherfucker, if this alloc comes up, I'm gonna throw shit at it. <laughs> Don't touch my treasure. Enough of that. <laughs> if the alum's here, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh! Uh, you just smell the sweet, 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 sweet aroma of these yellow musk creepers. What? Hmm? I thought these were flowers, not creepers. Yeah, like creeping on the vines, flowers. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yellow musk creepers. Perfectly uh-huh. ordinary nugget is approaching the flowers almost in a trance. Uh, Nugget? And he doesn't listen to you. Nugget? He doesn't even turn. I start running towards Nugget. I'm, like, gonna grab his body. And you reach him at the same time. He touches one of these flowers, and his head jerks up and back. No. On his tiptoes as if he's being pulled upwards by the top of his head. What? His mouth opens up to scream, but it's silent. And he is going to take... A bunch of damage. No! Burnt Bill, don't look at the flowers. Okay, Burnt Bill is going to make a saving throw as well. But nice. he'll do it with advantage thanks to your advice. I rolled a four and a six. No! So Burnt Bill is going Are to just walk me? towards the same flowers. Nugget falls backwards onto the deck and he's. Oh, I'm like right behind him, so he, yeah, falls, he falls into right my into arms. Your arms Romance. And unconscious, he's murmuring, oh. and you see that small bud growing out of the palm of his hand where he just touched the flower. What the f? Burnt Bill is trying to get past you to these same flowers. No, Burnt Bill, bad. No touchy of the flowers. I like grab Burnt Bill's newly tied sticked shirt. <laughs> Because you, you clean him up. Oh, um, I know. And now you're killing him. So um, this you. isn't my fault. Um, Bill is my pet. Yeah, well, I'm trying to pull him away from the flowers. And I'm like holding <laughs> Nugget. And I'm really stressed. Make a strength check for me. 20. You pull Burnt Bill back by the shirt, like mm-hmm. grabbing a puppy by his little scruff. and uh, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> he like falls back onto his butt and blinks out of it. Basically, this smell charms whoever's within a few feet of it so good i have allergies over to touch it yeah Yeah. i start pulling us to the middle of the ship so we're not near the engine the other side of the ship is facing the water oh great well well, we go there okay you do go there and as you get there you see a moss covered hand Uh, grab up onto the rail they got unicorns and turtles (laughs) followed by another one a humanoid creature with dead, rotten white eyes. These yellow flowers are sprouting all over its chest and neck. This is a yellow musk zombie that is going to climb over the side of the rail. I love zombies. Yeah? <laughs> I do. Great. I mean, like, I hate it for me right now, but Lexi <laughs> loves zombies. Let's roll initiative. Okay. okay, well, I got a six. So Burnt Bill is going to immediately draw his scimitar and slash at the zombie's hand. And he slashes right through it at the wrist, but the zombie is completely unfazed and just uses the nub to help himself keep climbing over. So Yue, you've still got this halfling standing. I know, standing. and I'm like trying to pluck the fucking flower out of his hand. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> uh, and it's going to be your turn. And I'm going to use my flaming sphere. Ooh. A five foot diameter sphere of fire appears in an unoccupied space of my choice. Where are you putting it? I'm gonna ram the sphere into this creature, which I can do because mm-hmm. I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're ramming it just enough that it doesn't 
touch the ship. <laughs> so you're going to light this zombie up. That's going to be enough to take this zombie out. Wow. Some ash and some flower petals that are on fire float off of it, and it splashes back down into the ocean. Yeah, I'm blowing like on the petals that came. No fires. <laughs> Burnt Bill watches it fall over the edge and says, there'd be more of them, Captain. Burnt Bill, go man the jib. We're going to turn this beauty around. We're pissing off this port. All right. Nugget, how are you doing? Yeah, he's at zero right now. <laughs> oh, oh okay. Gosh. Well, then I literally toss Nugget into the cabin, and I kick the door with my foot, so he's just in there, like, kind of dead. Perfect. Yeah, I have spared the dying. He'll be fine. Three more zombies. Three? Are climbing over the same side as the first. It's unnecessary. You see one roll over from the other side where the flowers were. It's going to run up on you and attack you. I block it, and then I kick its feet so it falls on its butt. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> so one of the other three just makes it over the rail and it slams Burnt Bill. Six bludgeoning damage. Oh, Burnt Bill's in decent shape still. Yeah, he's been working out with me. His grand bod is looking especially <laughs> grand lately. Oh, yeah, we did push-ups this morning. And the flower itself, the vines, mm -hmm. swing and drop down onto the deck of the ship and wrap around your ankle. We're coming, UA! You take 16 psychic damage. The pain you feel is completely in your head, screaming from behind your eyes. Mm, love that for me. It's back up to Burnt Bill's turn. He was going to disengage as he runs over to Man the Jib. 20 knots, Burnt Bill, 20 knots. <laughs> Go quick. So that sphere is going to like Baja blast and go towards this viney flower thing. It's going to make a dexterity saving throw, which it cannot be good at. The flaming sphere suddenly is hovering over the deck of the ship, burning into this yellow musk creeper. I have a belt and it carries my manticore arrows. Manabolts. Mandibolts, oh, and yeah. I use my mandibolt to shoot my Melf's acid arrow, which I didn't know if acid was good against zombies. <laughs> one way to find out. Yeah. <laughs> I pick one of the zombies that's furthest away from us, and I shoot an acid arrow at it. Yeah, not one. Even though you horribly miss, some acid just rains down. That's right. Oh my gosh, this was a great arrow. And hits this zombie that's climbing up over the ledge for how much damage? Uh, 10. Ooh. And I missed. Did you add your ass damage? I did. I did add my ass damage. Okay. Remind so us what ass damage is again. Alchemical salvin. Alchemical salvin. Yeah. Big drops of acid right to its head. Destroys one side of its face, but it's still going to keep creeping at you. Oh my gosh. Annoying. He climbs over the rest of the rail. Swings at you with an acid-drenched arm. This one's going to be a 19 to and hit. And I'm like, LOL, hellish rebuke. Hey, because I'm a tiefling and I got horns and a tail. <laughs> la, 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 I loved every second of that. <laughs> so you only take two damage from this zombie and... I point out my lovely polished finger towards this creature and the creature that damaged me is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. I'm literally... Satan. Go ahead and roll damage. I do 12 damage because I'm from hell. It bursts into flames and then collapses on the deck of the ship. Your ship is still being crawled up onto from all directions. You see zombies are climbing up over the aft. Some zombies climbing up on Durbin's figurehead. This is so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> but then, just as one of the zombies reaches the bow of the ship, about to jump down on you. Yes, I have a panic attack because that's kind of where UA is at. I'm breathing hard. It right is now. going to fly over you as it is struck in the back by a ballista. <laughs> 
the fiery revenge here? So the fiery revenge has arrived 40 feet away and was hidden by the side of the island. On board the ship is Kanar, perched up on the crow's nest, bow at the ready. Whichever zombie is closest to UA, I'm going to strike it down. Yeah! A 23 and a 12. Ooh. Both of them are going to hit. These things are oh, yeah. easy targets. 21 damage, okay. boy. Uh, I demolished see, it. I could never. <laughs> <laughs> you look to your left, UA, and see a zombie right near you. Takes an arrow to its head and one to its neck and it just falls back into the water. I don't even know what to say because she took the boat for one day and it's already ruined. Looks like you could use a hand. Because we hold hands. Oh. Oh. Yeah. But I very clearly do not want to speak to either of you. Mo, you're in charge of the crew. What do they do? I need a quick recap of what I'm looking at. The adventurer's mark is parallel parked on the jungle, pulling away back into the ocean, covered with zombies, and this weird viney flowery thing is crawling on the deck. She looks at hard heart. Lay anchor and then all hands on deck, the other deck, the adventurer's mark deck. I grab a rope and climb up onto the top of two crates and I use it to swing over to the adventurer's mark, land right next to Yue so I can help her fight off whatever ones are currently going to eat her. I take my rapier and jam it into his head. All right, make an attack roll. Got a one. And you're going to just stab into the deck. The rapier just goes two or three inches in and is just stuck there wobbling around. So I take the handle, excuse me, sorry, like to the zombies around me as I try and pull it out of the wood. <laughs> okay. As she's pulling, on this sword, she looks at Yue and says, um, where is Nugget and where is Bill? Aye, Captain. <gasps> William! <laughs> Bill's up at the helm. Will, where is Nuggy? And he swings a sword at a zombie, and he's like, taking a nap, Captain. Nice, Burnt Bill's on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> the fiery revenge reaches the side of the ship and the best swords of the crew jump across the rails and begin attacking these zombies. Yue, you still got your flaming spear taking up one side of the ship. Perfect, I go for the plant big mama zombie. Okay. 11 damage for that. Okay, so he has taken a lot. Yeah, and then gonna take out my little brew from Tasha. I explained it a couple episodes ago. Go check it out if you. <laughs> Tasha's haven't. caustic brew. Yeah, I'm gonna hit that big monster again. Yeah. I'm trying to take this thing out because I feel like if this goes away, the other ones might go away. Okay, so you're definitely going to hit that. You splash this acid in a straight line. And also just like not making eye contact with either of you. <laughs> I'm basically pretending you're not here. There's plenty of zombies <laughs> to look at. Yeah, yeah. You guys feel a lurch to the side as the boat dips a little. As tiptoes, the half giant jumps on board and picks up one of these zombies and throws it into another one. Damn. Canard. I'm going to jump off from the crow's nest, but also catch a rope to swing towards tiptoe. And I say in giant, Ungish, nah, go. Which means. <laughs> obviously means catch me. Obviously means catch me and then throw me in the air. So I'm basically getting tossed back into the air. Okay. To, so cheerleading uh, maneuver wise, you land on his yeah, hands yeah. and he goes straight up. Straight up. Sick. You're 15 feet in the air. And what do you do with that? I'm, I'm casting Hunter's Mark on the creeper. Okay. I want to make sure I got my sights on that thing. Okay. And I'm doing my bow attack plus my extra attack. 
Hunter's Mark, in case that plant gets away. Just All in right. case. <laughs> the plant glows with this green yeah. laser pointery ability. You see the vital larger spots kind of shine up to you as places where you can land your arrows. Yeah. And I am going to have you make an acrobatics check. Yeah, you damn right. This crazy maneuver is pulled off. 17. Mm. Okay. Huzzah. Mm. <laughs> Take your shots. A 27 and a 29. I don't know why oh I did all that. Oh, you hit the hell out of this plant with your arrows. 22 damage. Pinning them into the deck of the adventurer's mark. I'm gonna land back to back to UA. Okay, so now the three of you are in the center of the ship, reunited at last. You got anything to say, UA? This is not the time nor the place. Mm-hmm. And then I <laughs> jump straight up, grab onto a rope. So I can there's see. Always a, that's the great thing about pirate campaigns is there's always there's a rope. There's just a rope. Like, I don't have to specify what rope because there just is a rope. So I'm hanging there by one arm and surveying. You note the positions of roughly 11 members of the Fiery Revenge, eight Yellow Musk Creeper zombies, and the Yellow Musk Creeper approaching from the side that's got a couple of arrows sticking it into the deck. Tiptoes, focus on the starboard side, and big-eyed board, head to the helm. You gotta help Baron Bill get out of here. UA, there's two coming up to your left. So that's a help. Perfect, I just hit them both with my staff. So I take the javelins that Kanarmi made out of the tail spikes of those manticores, and then I swing forward and land on the shoulders of one of these zombies and stab them into the zombie. And when you pull them out, you ride this thing back to the ground as it collapses dead underneath you. And Mo just looks out at her Fire Revenge crew and her Adventures Mark crew and everybody fighting together, and she smiles. Oh. oh, and then it is UA's turn. All that's left is a flowery thing in the center of the ship, steaming in acid, fighting fire. My flaming sphere is gonna like destroy this thing. Go ahead and roll your damage for that. 13. The flowers are shriveling up and Yellowmus Creeper is destroyed. Your spell is going to disperse. It tightens up into a small little ball and then explodes outward into a shower of Cheetos that wow. land all over the deck of the ship. UA is stoked. She didn't even give a fuck that Mo and Kanar came back. No, just kidding. She's very confused about Mo and Kanar coming back. But she's extremely excited about the Flaming Hot Cheetos everywhere. <laughs> Good thing you guys have a larger crew now to clean the deck of the ship, which is a mess as you guys finish off the remaining zombies. There's one approaching me from behind, and I just go... And Durbin just comes out of nowhere and pounces on it. Shrivels of flower petals and zombie flesh fly all over the place. Derby. I'm like putting hot Cheetos into like my pockets, <laughs> like as like as many as I can, yeah. stuffing it in my smelting pot. I roll out my homunculus servant, Daxter. <laughs> You're like shoving it into the pockets I know. of his I'm like, He's just like a little embarrassed. He's like, Mom. <laughs> so the fiery revenge and the adventurer's mark pull about 200 feet away from shore into the safe of the ocean you three are left aboard the ship what do you guys do i move towards the captain's quarters still not really making much eye contact with anybody so ashamed and i open the door and i spare the dying on nugget <laughs> you pull this little bud mm -hmm. out of the palm of nugget some vines spread into his skin and wrapped around the Nasty. veins themselves so with the aid of the magic, it's able to pull a tiny little creature mm -hmm. that was burrowing inside it out. Oh, and, I don't uh, destroy it. No, 
Yeah, I'm gonna put it in a vial. Stop keeping <laughs> evil things in vials. I was gonna give it to Kanar. He likes to keep stuff from the things that we kill. He does. You're right. <laughs> and you drop it into a vial. Nuggets' vitals seem normal now. Great. That you've removed the zombie parasite thing. It's the second time you've had to bring Nugget to life. <laughs> this is almost like the third time I've had to bring Nugget to life. Let's be real. I tell Daxter to like sit next to Nugget. Yeah, he's an emotional support dog. Emotional support dog. After this, I stand up. I take a deep breath. And I walk towards these two and I go, Sup, everybody. Um... I'm sorry I took the ship. I was doing it to save everybody that was good intentions. To save everybody. We clearly know that there's this force of evil following me wherever I step. And I was tired of putting you both in danger for myself. And I'm sorry that I left and I didn't say anything. And I'm sorry you had to come and save my satanic ass and... <laughs> I'm sorry that I ever entered both of your lives, so. You wait, there is evil everywhere, and there is good everywhere, and you can either see that there's good all around you, like your two butts here, or you can see the evil all around you and ignore the rest. And we were very worried about you, and I don't want to get too mom up in here, but like, go to your frickin' room, dude. I head off to the captain's quarters of the fire revenge. Captain, 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 captain. Okay, okay, go to bed. And then I'm looking (laughs) over the map that Kanara's grandma gave us. Yue does not go to her cabin. Well, (laughs) she left you there with Kanara, who I assume will have something nice to say. (laughs) By the way, I just love this dynamic. I look at Yue. Hey. All right. So there's something that I should also say to you. Am I getting lectured again because that just happened? I'm sorry. It felt great. No, why are you sorry? Back at home, you know, I didn't really think about how this might affect you. And and then I, I reach out to hold your hand. Oh. And I cast Cure Wounds oh. because I don't want you to feel like you should carry all this hurt and this pain. I don't want you to feel like you're alone. You're the one that lights a fire underneath me listen there was a tortoise that talked to me about (laughs) keeping with the one that keeps you on your toes whatever your troubles are they should be my troubles too and don't don't tell mo but if it's murder i'm down with some murder we can go murder together i'm pretty positive mo is slightly down with murder she says she's not but i she kills a lot (laughs) My hands are in his hands, and I take them away, but I put them in my pocket. And I pull out this vial of the dead flower thing that I pulled out of Nugget. It's pretty. It's, it's pretty. yellow. It's pretty, yeah. yeah, pretty evil thing. And I go, um, I know you like collecting monster things, so I I got this for you. Is this, is this still alive? Oh, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, I look at Kanar, and I go... You like my fire too, and then I walk away because I'm like I want I can't do more than that right now. <laughs> it. It's perfect. You gonna light my fire? Well, you said that I light his fire, right? Isn't that what you said? That's it. As I walk away from Kanar, 
I go towards the captain's quarters and I walk over to Mo. I will work on myself to become more neutral to see both good and bad. I think if you live too much in dark or light, it's not good. You have to see both sides. Yes. So where are we off to, Captain? Um, still trying to figure that out. Oh, yeah, that's so silly of me. I totally forgot to mention, I I did say to this crew, because, you know, I abandoned them and all of that, that they could have a fourth of the treasures, so. When we find it. Now. You know, I said in advance, just to win. Yeah, so. You are going to dry up my pockets completely. Okay, I think (laughs) that I should have the quarters now to chart our next quest. I start to walk away, but I turn and I look at Mo, and she looks very serious and captainly, and I'm a little awe in my friend. Mo, you're my best friend. And I walk away really fast because I'm scared that she's going to claw me if uh, anything else happens. (laughs) (laughs) Mo, like pretends like it doesn't happen and goes back to her map. You look over this brand new map that you guys have been using. It's got two little blips on it. One where you and your adventurer's mark is, and the other where Robert Coward's ship, the Tidebringer, is. And that ship has been following the adventurer's mark. Do I have to deal with that this episode? Nope, because that's where we're going to end. Episode 8. How are your characters feeling about the events of this episode? Kanar is definitely more accepting to like my role in, in life. There is so much more than just the role. And talking to Graki about, you know, going after the things that you want and basically holding on to the people that are dear. I know I, like I know who I am now. Yeah, that's that's definitely the feeling. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's a coming of age story for Mo too. Her biggest misconception about life was that failure is the end of the world and I think that kind of this magical unicorn told her that it wasn't but also I think just like she's gonna be this like big bad captain her friends have a little crush on each other which I think she loves but she also wants to like maintain her position as center of attention so it's like very (laughs) difficult for her (laughs) how does your character feel at the end of this episode she's She's very embarrassed and confused and trying not to feel all these emotions that her friends are making her feel and, you know, trying to be a good guy by being a hero and saving people, you know. She's like, huh, maybe I can be something else. So Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to hear all of our thoughts on the episode and our questions for our DM, hit us up on our bonus podcast, Pizza Time, on patreon.com slash rollforitpod. And... Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We Thank you, guys. Thank you. Catch y'all next time. The roll for it. gang is back together. <laughs> together. Okay, bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hey guys, this is DM Jake. Thanks so much for listening to the pod. We can't tell you how much we appreciate your support. If you want more adventures from these characters, we're continuing the story live each week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash rollforitpod. Tune in to watch the cast take on levels 11 through 20 and interact with us as we play. You can catch sessions you might have missed on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rollforitpod. See you there.